Welcome to episode 44 of Women Who Rebrand. I'm Sarita, your host for today. I'm really excited to be talking to Lucy, the London-based singer, songwriter and artist. We'll be talking about harnessing the power of TikTok, learning what inspired her to create music, the themes she explores in her work, how her experiences with ADHD have shaped her creative process and the techniques she uses to grow her following on the platform. Plus, we'll be discovering the challenges she's faced, the unexpected opportunities that have arisen, and her biggest lessons from creating content on TikTok. I'm pretty sure we're both excited to start this episode, so let's get the conversation going. Ah, hello, Lucy. Thank you for joining me. I'm so excited about this episode. Hi, thanks for having me. Me too. Welcome. It's like, um, I love the fact that, um, number one, we're color coordinated absolutely wasn't planned um for people that are listening I'm in like neon green and so is the lovely um Lucy but you've got elements of pink to match your pink hair which I absolutely love yeah we go well together today we do complimentary that's it complimentary that's it um so as I said we're going to be talking about your career in music Mm -hmm. um songwriting um poetry and content creation because I really wanted to um make an episode about TikTok because I think there are lots and lots and lots of miss what's the word um misguided or misunderstandings about the actual platform you know what I mean don't you yeah I think people come up with their own idea and think it's just for kids and it's just people doing dance moves or lip syncing and that's it yeah I think people definitely I think because it kind of kicked off in lockdown didn't it and all the kids were jumping on it and the adults were jumping on it with the kids (laughs) and so then everyone kind of thought that it was just a dancing platform or was just for children when actually it's a really great place that you can launch your brand exactly and that is exactly what we're going to talk today I'm so into this (laughs) for those who um follow me um personally on my Hey Street account um, and all that kind of stuff. It is content creation. So I've been doing content creation for years and now have gone into the world of podcasting. So it's it's interesting to get an insight from someone who's using a platform that, number one, I dip in, dip out. I don't really take it seriously because, again, I'm concentrating on the, on the um, magazine and podcast. Um, so, yeah, it's just like another aspect of a platform that is relatively new, I guess. Um, yeah, it's kind of new. It's kind of new to the older pe- generation. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, I think the older uh, the older generation need to kind to kind of hop on it because they have a yes. tendency to just kind of write it off and just go along with the Facebook and the Instagram. When actually they're actually both behind now, and TikTok is the front platform to to work with. Right. And that's why you're seeing elements changing on Instagram, because they do have a tendency to look at what other platforms are doing and be like, we like that, let's do it. And then that's when trouble happens and we get glitches because they're just trying to put everything from every single platform into this one thing which is very irritating but yeah let's get into the interview going off on tangents already um so <laughs> Lucy what inspired you to um start creating music and expressing yourself through um spoken word um probably uh life experiences probably going to be mental health as well um mm-hmm. I first started off uh writing poetry um 
and then that kind of went into a more of a performance so into spoken word and I've always been musical throughout my life my my family are quite musical um and I was always in like musical theatre and so on on stage blah 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 um and then I kind of put the two together and that's how I came into music I did music at school so I studied um and it's just kind of it's a bit like venting but it's a bit it's a bit like therapy as well. So, you know, like you get writing therapy. If you go to a therapist mm. or to a counsellor, they might say to you, oh, well, write down your feelings or, um, you know, anything that's been uh, quite difficult for you, just kind of let it out. And that's exactly what it is. Um, mm. And it is just about kind of letting it out. And sometimes you can have some things within you that you push back quite a lot. And once you kind of start, and it can be hard to get into, don't get me wrong, you'll think, well, why am I doing this? It feels really strange. But then once you get the hang of it and you kind of get into it, um, you start to explore parts of you. And it's it's a bit like, um, what do they call that tool? Um, shadow, shadow, is it shadow writing? Oh, oh okay. Like shadow work. Shadow work. Shadow work where you, um, yeah, delve into the deep parts of you the we had a guest the other day that was saying you know it's like going into a loft and it's very dark and there's boxes in those lofts and you know you have to go down the stairs go through the dark bits and open it up you don't know what you're going to find and sometimes um as I've put it it could be something pink and sparkly and magical but you have to go through the dark to get there yeah exactly and that's 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 exactly what it's like so uh it's the same with poetry it's the same with writing lyrics uh it's the same with writing music it's it's all it's all connected um I mean there's been things that I've experienced through my life so um you know I had been in very abusive narcissistic relationships um I had had myself forcibly put upon um you know uh, I'd had a lot of mistrust and things like that. And I kind of worked this out through my music, through my poetry. So some of my, my singles that are already out at the moment actually are based around, um, you know, finding yourself again and actually being able to be free because then you've come out of the other side. So there's different stages to these singles and where you actually are. Um and it just tells you a story and it's a story of achievement really because it's a it's like a recreation of you like a rebirth Mm. and I hear that quite a lot and especially with um same music music artists that I follow and listen to there's that kind of thing of you 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 know when they're going through kind of a dark period in their life or an emotional period because you'll hear it through their music so one of my faves is like Mary J Blige and it's like a running joke that you know when she's in a bad place we're gonna get the best album but I do feel like when you're when you are feeling your most raw and you've just got all those emotions in you I guess something like songwriting and writing it down is a good outlet to you know release it and make something creative out of it so you're you're turning it into something positive I guess yeah totally and um the other thing that people tend to forget about is that you're actually influencing or inspiring somebody else who might have been in the same situation because uh, they're relating with your experience, they're relating with your lyrics. Um, and I, I've had quite a few people that have come to me and said, actually, Lucy, do you know what? Your music has actually really helped me. I really connect with your poetry. I get completely where you're coming from. And it makes people feel not so isolated. 
Absolutely. Yep. There's definitely like playlists that I have related to and they've been the best ones to get me through those points because yeah, it, it is, you feel something, it's like a connection. You feel a connection and it kind of makes you feel that you're not alone and you can push through those situations, whether they're good or bad. There are loads of kind of relatable kind of um, music artists and stuff. So yeah, sorry, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm going into those boxes now and thinking about music and that's why it's like, nope, put them back. We're not going to go there. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, so what kind of themes do you explore um, within your music and spoken word poetry? I know you did say that you um, touch upon certain things that you've gone through and experiences. Um is there anything else? So, yeah, uh, uh, mental, physical abuse, narcissistic abuse. Um, I touch on uh, being a woman, <clears throat> being feminine. Uh, I am a huge feminist. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, I yeah. Love it. So, um, and about standing up for women and creating awareness um, that, uh, you know, women, women have been. Uh, pushed back for many years and uh and we're still trying to fight for many things at the moment mm. safety being mm. one of them equal pay being another one uh we're still not quite there um but I touch on all these points um I also touch on points where topics that might be in the news or so on on how it makes me feel so what's going on with the world I mean the world does weigh heavy on my shoulders so if there's any war that's going on in the world or um you know it does affect everybody and mm. I will try to uh shed a light on it um just to try and create a bit more awareness on it so it, it can be anything, but it's if it's if it affects me and I feel like there's a there's a wrongdoing, there's something that needs to be spoken about. If something needs a bit more attention put on it, then that's something that I'll pick up and on and I'll uh, I'll be creative with it. Amazing, and your creativity doesn't just stop there, obviously, because as we said, you are a creative person. You're on um, TikTok and Instagram creating content. Um, I did realize when I was going through like, um, not spying, but doing some research, um, on your TikTok that you do discuss the fact that you've got ADHD as well. Um, so have your experiences with having ADHD shaped your kind of creative process and the stories that you tell in your music? Um, well, yeah, I mean, with ADHD, I'm either here, there or everywhere. Most of the time I'm <laughs> everywhere, here, there and all at the same time. So, <laughs> um, but I, I, I will look at the world in a very completely uh, different way um, on a very wide spectrum. Um, I can usually get something done quite quickly. Uh, sometimes maybe not at all, depending on <laughs> what kind of day it is for the ADHD. Um, but you know, ideas flow quite a lot. My brain never stops. I would probably say that turning off to it is probably harder than turning on to it. Ah, mm. okay. I feel you there. Yes, yes, yes. So it's more like the ideas are constantly flowing, but how do you rest? When do you switch off? Do you switch off? It's very hard. I have to admit, there's a lot of kind of meditation, uh, breathing okay. exercises that have to come into it. Uh, and I have to give myself a fair amount of time. So especially after I've been live streaming, 
if, I, if I've been live streaming, I'm on a hype because you're constantly thinking on your feet. And uh, I have to give myself around about half an hour to an hour to be able to wind down. But that's the same if I've done a gig. Yeah. If I've done a gig, it's exactly the same. Everything's up. All your energy levels are up. So it just, you need to try and, it's a coping mechanism that you have to adapt to yourself and it can be really hard and you have to be a bit strict, which again is very difficult when you've got ADHD because you don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I mean, if we could just be like floating around, just doing whenever, whatever, wherever, whatever, et cetera, et cetera, then it'd just be like the greatest time ever. But obviously you can't do that in life. It's not realistic. Well, I was going to add and get paid for it. That would be even better. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 That's that's the that's the thing, because I think for me, when I've done work, I'm a freelancer. And when I've done stuff like that, it's never really been with an actual purpose. The purpose was, well, am I enjoying it? Um, how am I making money out of it? I don't think so. And it got to the point where I'm like, yeah, I kind of like money. I want money. So let's actually do this thing on purpose um, and actually make some. But yeah, if it isn't, obviously, it's an added bonus if you've got ADHD, but for anyone else as well, if you can earn from what you enjoy. And I said to my kids, I'm like, just, you know, when you're thinking about careers and stuff, think about what you enjoy. Because there's nothing worse for me thinking, you know, well, I wouldn't be able to do it, number one. But just having a job that I would hate like hated. I wouldn't be able to do it. I don't think my brain would physically allow it. Yeah. I mean, doing, I've done, I've done the really boring nine to five job where I've just kind of sat at a desk. And if I'm honest with you, it's just made my brain rot um, to the point where I've become extremely fidgety. I can't cope with it. And I feel like I just want to jump out of a prison. So it's, it it doesn't work for me unfortunately I've got to be creative I've got to be able to explore ideas there's got to be a lot of color um generally right in your face uh you know but um but yeah I mean nine to five doesn't really work but going online being creative I mean there's a there's a massive community for ADHD uh on TikTok and TikTok's a great place to be able to reach new people and people that are similar to you because you actually get a much greater reach on TikTok than you do on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube. Mm. Mm. And that's obviously if you're doing it right because I I know that um, there's people that are amazing on Instagram and have tried to crack the tiktok code by just regurgitating the same content they do on there and putting it on there and then it flops doesn't work so i think people know yeah people need to realize it is a completely different platform and again that's why we've got you here today (laughs) um so you were talking about reach yeah and connecting with fans so how has the platform helped you to connect with fans and followers Well, to answer that, we'll probably have to go back to what I was doing on Instagram because I find that Instagram is very much a more kind of professional platform. Mm -hmm. So that's somewhere that you would share your successes or what you're going to do or where you're going to go. And the people that get more uh, traffic are the people that have already set themselves up somewhere else. So and then they just kind of pulled it all over to Instagram. 
since Instagram's been owned by Meta, everything has just kind of gone downhill for them, to be completely honest. And it seems like they're relying on smaller businesses uh, to pay more money into promotion where they get a set reach uh, given to them. Uh, with mm. TikTok, TikTok is a completely different platform. And what was really annoying me about Instagram is that I couldn't be, I didn't feel like I could be myself. So I could be the Lucy who, okay. uh, you know, is on the BBC. I could be uh, Lucy who's um, going to be releasing the single. I could be all these kind of critical points within my career I could share on Instagram. And then other businesses would be like, oh, that's really interesting. Let's give her a follow. But I could never actually just be myself and be like, this is my daily life. This is what I'm getting up to, um, you know, or this is how I'm feeling. I used to let some feelings out on Instagram, but it was to a point where I couldn't be as creative as I wanted to be. When I came over to TikTok, right. I did the exact same journey as everybody else done. So where you just take all your content and you're like, I'm just going to shove it out because I've already got this and it's going to work because <laughs> it worked for me on Instagram. And what happened? <laughs> it flopped. A big, fat, hairy flop straight on my face. Bam. Right. Didn't work. So I sat there and I thought, yeah. well, what's going yeah. on? Um, and there's different stages to this. And this is this is where you need to think about kind of like rebranding yourself, really, um, in a way. And that's exactly kind of what I did. Um, and I sat back and I thought to myself, what is it that I actually want to get from this and what parts of my personality? Because it was very much about based on my personality. I want me to come through. I want people to not just be like, oh, you know, she's there's another success or something like that. Or she's just kind of, you know, I'm very aware of how people might think. Um, and it was just like, I, I want you to mm -hmm. see me. I want you to see me when I'm happy. But I also want people to see the com the comical side of me because, you know, I'm quite funny right so I was like I yeah. want people yeah, to yeah you are <laughs> I want people to see that side of me but if I'm in love I want you to see that and if I'm upset I want to be able to be in a place where I can share those emotions as well because I want to meet people and know that I'm I'm a real person do you know what I mean so so I started off on the platform um and uh I've got a few different series on there I do uh, uh music I do singing uh but there's a lot of funny stuff there's a lot of funny stuff. Yeah. I've got to say. Yeah. Um, Which is the bits that I love as well. Obviously, obviously I love it all. But when, um, for me personally, when I'm following someone, I do want to see elements of them. I don't want it to just be that curated, squeaky clean, um, what's the term? Um, media trained. That's it. I don't want to see a media trained person. I want to know who they are. And I think I definitely gravitate to people that I can see elements of, you know, their life and their personality, authentic personality as well. And I definitely get that from you. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of what I wanted was to come across that, you know, I'm a real person and this is me and you either like me or you lump it really because it doesn't really matter because I'm not for everybody. Everybody's not for me. You know, actually not a lot of people are for me, mm. but... <laughs> but <laughs> But it's about it's about try, it's about finding the people that uh, do gravitate towards you and being an my authentic self and growing organically, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's what I started to do. Mm -hmm. um, and so I started kind of documenting various things that were going random stuff because sometimes I get really random things that just kind of occur and I kind of wake up and be like, oh, this is what we're doing today. All right then. 
you know, and situations will come my way. So I just started kind of documenting these bits and bobs. And in between there, then having, you know, uh, the bits that I actually want to work on with my career, which is my singing, my music and my poetry and what I want to be known for career-wise. But what people need to understand is that when you are going to build an account, there are certain, they say stick to a niche, okay? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. You yeah. can. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, you can stick to a niche, but I can tell you that my niche is all over the place, right? I mean, there is generally music, yes, okay, right. but there is comedy. I also do card readings, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's lots, lots of random stuff. There'll be impressions that'll be going on. There's lot, lots of different, different bits and bobs that are involved in it. But the most important thing is to have something that is a bit regular. And when I say something a bit regular is having a couple of different mm. series under your belt. So, um, you've always got different things to go back to that people are going to expect from you. And if you're your authentic self, this makes things a little bit easier. Right, yes. Because then you're just going to be being you and whatever aspect of you is, is always going to be there. So you don't have to work too hard about it. And then if one day you're feeling to yourself, oh, well, I might be thinking, oh, today I'm going to do a funny song because I'll do a few parodies. And they really they really do very, very well. Um, there was that song, yeah. The Winner Takes It All by ABBA. Yeah. So somebody had covered that and it had become a trending sound on TikTok. And I was laying on my bed in my dressing gown first thing in the morning. Morning's always a good place for thinking. For some reason, I don't know why, but it's just like my brain just goes, ADHD, overload, and then boof, off we go. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Superhero, and off we go. And um (laughs) And I was laying there and I was, I was listening to it. And at the time, I did. I was still trying to understand kind of trends and what was going on. And I heard this song and I was just like, hang on a minute. I can do something with that. But I can incorporate my mental health, my feelings and being with somebody who is narcissistic. So instead of it being called The Winner Takes mm. It All, I called it The Narcissist Will Fall. It's quite ah. funny. Yeah. And it was just about uh, my ex is watching my TikTok, my Instagram, he's watching my social medias. So this is for you. You know, and it starts off saying, I don't want to talk. And it comes up and it says, you're blocked. Bad all the things you've been through. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not hurting me. And all like this. Um, and I put that up. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's had over uh, 2.1 million views on this one video. Oh, amazing. Yes, absolutely. Just yeah. went viral, just went crazy. And from that alone, mm-hmm. then my phone was nonstop and I didn't realize how good that was going to go. Um, and I showed it to a friend cause I was like, do I mm-hmm. put this up? I don't know. I mean, I'm being a bit close to the mark. Is it going to be funny? And they were like, just roll with it. And this is the thing. You have to just roll with something. You have to have a bit of confidence yeah. when you're doing content. Cause if something doesn't work, you can remove it, okay? It can go. It doesn't have to stay there. And lots of uh, working out what your brand is, working out what people like, working out what's going to catch people's attention, what your hook's going to be is going to be trial and error. So you just have to give it a go. And you don't know these people. Eventually you may do. They may become regulars for you. But you've got to try it and 
there's loads of things that I'll take down. There's things that I'll leave up. If I really like something and not a lot of people, other people do, but I like it, I'll still leave it up. I don't care. Got to that point. I don't care. Hmm. But yeah, that went viral. <laughs> so then I did it again with uh, Miley Cyrus's Flowers. You know that? I can buy my oh, yeah. own flowers. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yep. but I actually, <laughs> this is a bit to the mark. I did it about masturbation. Well, you did do, Lucy. <laughs> oh, okay. So again, it was, my ex is still watching my TikTok. <laughs> so this is for you. Um, so I changed the lyrics. I'm going to leave the lyrics for if anybody wants to go there. Uh, but again, that did quite well. And the thing is, is that what it done, what I didn't realize at the time is it actually gave people a voice to be able to kind of be like, well, actually, you know, people are watching my my social media when I don't want them to. So I'm going to use the sound. Um, and it's giving a voice to other ah. people, which was really weird to begin with, because then I'm watching people using my voice coming out of their face, yeah. which is bizarre. Yeah. Well, that bizarre. must be so weird. Really weird. Really weird. But then oh. you, you kind of get used to it after a bit, but you're like, what's going on? But, but yeah, so you have different <laughs> niches. That's one. So I have my parodies and then I've got um, a very grumpy neighbor yep. next door uh, who's not very nice to everybody else on the street. Oh, yeah who creates a lot of chaos. So I document everything that happens with him. And it started by him driving over my garden and moving my plant pots. And one of my neighbours got him on camera. Yeah. So then that's another series there. So there's, and if, you know, if I do one of the neighbour, if I do one of the singing or whatever, people like absolutely love it. And there's other bits that I'll do in between, which will be my daily life or me getting ready or whatever else or how to overcome things. Or I might be talking, but at the same time, I'm, you know, I'm talking to kids and I'm telling them uh, the best things that they could do throughout, you know, growing up and what to expect when you become an adult. And as I'm talking to them, I'm also teaching them how to make a cup of tea. Very simple but effective you know but effective yeah that's yeah. it it's that relatability though as well mm -hmm. I love that so um in terms of content creation you know there's so many people that kind of ask me questions about it and I have just been honest I'm like what you said in terms of trial and error social media um, platforms is just a playground and you really do have to just try and find your own voice and I think I've noticed because I've, I've been doing Instagram for a while now started out as a mummy blogger and all that and although there were people that got the follows and the numbers you could see that they were following um, instructions or they were following what someone else was doing and then that doesn't, that's not, you can't do that forever. It's not um, realistic. So I think the people that have carved out, um, you know, their own voice and they've been honest and true and authentic, those are the ones that are still out today. So I do love it when, you know, I speak to people and I'm like, yeah, I put out what I want to put out. I enjoy it. If, like you said, um, if it doesn't do very well, um, but I love it. It's still going to be there. But there, like you said, you can remove things if it doesn't work. And I think with TikTok, there's still time to do that kind of trial and error. Like for me, I haven't actually um, 
focused on the women who rebrand um or wwr magazine tiktok account yet because i'm like do you know what i'm still in that kind of research stage i want to see what's going on now i want to see um what others are doing but in the same time i haven't figured out what the voice is going to be because i don't just want to regurgitate what's on other platforms because i don't see the point of doing that yeah definitely 100 that makes sense yeah 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 I mean uh, the good thing to do where, where you're saying that you're still in that kind of research uh process it's always good to go and have a look at what other people are doing or what you like yeah or somebody that inspires you mm-hmm. um and uh I analyze all the time I am always researching I never stop and I'll say, what is it that's pulled these people in? What pulled me in? What was it? At what point did I click the like button? At what point was it that I, I wanted to write a comment? What was it that gra- that grabbed me? And you have to kind of look at those elements. And there's always a hook. Although you don't realize it as a watcher, there is always a hook. So it might be that somebody does the same thing every single time. There might be that they use the same prop every time. Uh, that just keeps coming up or whatever. Um, and then that comes like a regular thing. So when they pull it out, there's one guy, um, and he, he pulls out a flute every once in a while. Uh, and it's the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life because I find flutes really funny. <laughs> flutes and trumpets. I tell you, if, uh, if I had to be in a big hall and someone was playing a bit of a flute or a trumpet or something, I'd be in hysterics. I'd be like a child. I couldn't handle it. Right. But it, every once in a while you see him on screen and then he'll start talking about something and all of a sudden his arms come in from the right and there's this flute and he just starts playing this flute and it's just, it does me in, you know. Right. But when I see it, I'm like, oh, it's great. He's got his flute out. Brilliant. Yeah. And it, it's it's that kind of thing. Um, there's a lot of people that, um, you know, have their pets on there and stuff like that as well. Um, and there's people who uh, maybe have disabilities uh, or um, are establishing their own gender um, or their sexuality or, um, you know, many different journeys, I guess. Um and it's important just to, mm-hmm. as well as looking for what works with other people, the thing is that may not necessarily work for you. So you've got to look at what am I going to enjoy? Right, right. What do I really want to do? And practice makes perfect. You've just got to go for it. But also your final result may not be perfect yeah. to you, but it'll be perfect for other people. Because I also find that when you're making TikTok videos, there are some that I will spend hours, hours on. I could create the music myself and then I'll get a friend down and I'll get them recording me. So I've got, I've got a camera person. I've written all the music to it. And then I do all this editing and create this like, Mm. I don't know, minute and five seconds video, which has taken me, I don't know, four days, for example. Right. And then I'll stick it up and then it gets something like a thousand views. And I'm like, Oh, you know, whereas something where I've just sat at the piano and I've done it within 45 seconds in one clip and it's it's taken me 45 seconds to do in one go and I've just gone, yeah, and shoved it up, two million views. At www.digital.com, you'll find the Women Who Rebrand podcast and bonus content to accompany each episode, plus 
Between episodes and season breaks, you'll get access to informative articles and personal stories about health and wellness, relationships, and careers. Take a journey with us to become your most authentic self because you matter. Join our online community on Instagram and TikTok at WWR Digital. You don't have to be perfect on TikTok. Yeah, which is amazing. And I think that's what I like about the um, the platform as well. You don't have to be this um, great editor or amazing um, content creator and have the best lighting, you know, and all the professional gear, which I think is quite where um, Instagram is. It's a bit more glossy. It's a bit more professional. But there are obviously people on top TikTok that go down that route. Um, I've realized that there's people that use professional cameras and you can tell the slight difference. But again, I think it obviously works for them. And like you said, it depends on the person. So what are kind of the some of the um sorry, so what are the ADHD brain? Um <laughs> what are some of the key elements that you focus on when um, creating content for TikTok? Okay, well, again, that depends. So uh, sometimes I mm-hmm. will... Yeah, because you've got your different series. I've got my different series, but it also depends on what I'm doing. So um, if it's during the day, okay. I may not necessarily be using a ring light. If I'm out and about, then I'm out and about. And that's just how it is darling Mm -hmm. you're gonna see me where I am in whatever situation I'm in sweetheart and you're just gonna have to accept it you know um but lighting does come into it so uh if I was to be giving some tips out is never record to a window you're back to the window and the camera facing the window because the lighting's just going to be awful you're never going to see your face um I would probably say yeah record off the app and then pop on the app although sometimes you don't do it you do record directly onto it. I mean, you can always use a TikTok downloader or an Instagram downloader to be able to get your video to pop onto somewhere else. Um, but it's important to look at that. Look at your backgrounds. For God's sake, people, look at your backgrounds, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that something that gets on your nerves? Oh, my God. It's, it's great. And I wind up when I'm going on a live and I go live with quite a few different people mm-hmm. every night on on tiktok yeah and uh and when they jump off and they might jump off to go and get themselves a drink and i'm still sitting on the screen and i'll go and here we have harry in his normal environment (laughs) you know and i'll be looking around and uh and it'll be like as you can see he hasn't cleaned his kitchen side for about a week i wonder if he's had any fresh air in the last (laughs) month you know it's it's that kind of thing and you're like so just have a look, make it, make, you know, be yourself by all means. I'm not saying that everything's got to be clean and tidy and whatnot, mm-hmm. but do watch what you've got on your backgrounds. So I've seen women where they've got yeah. things that they shouldn't have on display in the nicest possible way on their shelves. Ooh. And you're like, why have you got that there okay. anyway? Bizarre. But yeah, so check your backgrounds, mm-hmm. check your surroundings. <laughs> uh, but sometimes in saying that, yeah. um, in saying that, Sometimes when faux pas happen, they can actually go to your advantage. Um, Absolutely. And another big tip I would probably say is you need to be aware that if you are going to be doing social media, you need to be aware that there are going to be people out there that are going to try and bring you down. So there are going to be trolls. Um, And TikTok is full, Mm. full of them. Facebook's also really bad at it. Instagram, not so much. Um, but I do find 
TikTok and Facebook is more older people, believe it or not. If I do a promotion on Facebook um, and it gets a little bit further reach because I find that you've always got to pay with Facebook, Meta, um, mm. it's going to be the older generation that are actually really quite evil uh, in some things that they say. Wow. Mm. Whereas in TikTok, uh, it's the younger generation who just don't quick really understand or somebody who's just got a bit of a chip on their shoulder. Um, but, I mean, you can ex- right. with kids you can educate you can educate and you can show them and you can okay. you can direct them in the right route. There's a ways of going around it. But you also need to be aware that if you do get any negative comments, don't worry about it because actually they're helping out with your algorithm. No comments are bad <laughs> I comments. That. I have heard that. <laughs> yeah, I leave ah, them on. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so leave them on. Do you ever engage with them or do you just allow your audience to? Ah, well, that depends. Depends how much it annoys me <laughs> or no. how much I want to be, right, right. probably how much I want to teach them a lesson, to be honest. Um, because okay. uh, obviously you can respond by video to a comment. So I have done in the past. I've I've responded okay. to a comment. And even if they delete your comment, their comment, the video still remains uh, with their handle. Right. And people can see mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. they've written and you know, and they can go and check them out because it's it's a two-way thing and I don't think people understand it. And there was one gentleman um, and I was, I I recorded some content. It was about daily life and something was going on. I can't remember some kind of a situation. Mm -hmm. I was all a bit panicky about it. And then I was all like up and I was down and I was all over the place. And this guy actually put, um, oh, it's uh, ADHD Debbie, right? Uh, okay. with laughy faces, right? And the funny thing about it was is I've got ADHD. So I replied to him and I said, I said, we're, good. we're calling him Simon. His name wasn't Simon, but I can't remember because <laughs> okay. it's not that important. Yeah. So, so I just said, hi, Simon. I said, um, your comment's quite funny, actually. Thanks for kind of stopping by and commenting. Appreciate it. Hope you're having a great day. By the way, I've actually got ADHD, uh, so well spotted, but thank you uh, for putting a bit of attention on it. Have a great day. And he came back and he said, I'm so sorry. Yeah, he said, I'm so sorry. I'm actually on the spectrum myself, funnily enough. Um, And he Mm. said, but I didn't think you'd see my comment. And I put, you can see everything on social media. Just because some people choose to ignore you doesn't mean that they're not seeing it and you're not offending somebody. So think, mm. think twice mm. about things because that's where it comes into mental health as well, you know, and people yeah. don't see the other side of it and so on. But as I said, if they're younger, we, we've got more of an opportunity to kind of spread a bit of awareness with them and, and educate them. If they're older, that's learnt behaviour and there's only one person that can sort that out and that's them themselves. Yeah, yeah. So besides. um trolls and um these kind of negative type of people Mm. have you faced any other challenges while creating content on um tiktok oh yeah sometimes i can get stuck and get like a it's like a writer's block i guess Uh, okay yeah and i think everybody can get a bit like that so um and you'll think well i don't know what to do today or there'll be so many things to do that you're like how do i pick which one to do um 
And the best way that I can deal with that is I write notes, I have lists, um, and I have TikTok ideas, I have content ideas. I have separate things that I will go onto Instagram to what I'm going to put on TikTok. Sometimes they'll be the same thing. Mm -hmm. I went through a phase where I was putting the same thing at the same time on TikTok and on Instagram. And I did some research Mm -hmm. myself and I was saying, I put it on TikTok and I left it for one day and I saw how well it done. And then I went and put it on Instagram the next day Mm -hmm. and it did better. It did all right. And I thought, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I was a bit like, okay, so if this is getting attention on TikTok, this is actually now working on Instagram. And that worked for a little bit and then it didn't work. <laughs> it did, And then it didn't work. But, um, but yes, yeah, yeah. so you can go. I just thought I'd pop that in there quickly. But, um, yeah, sometimes it's going to yeah. be the case of um, I've either got too many things on my head that I'm thinking about doing or sometimes I can't think of anything. Uh, the best thing to do is write a list, stick it in your phone, Uh, under a heading and then you can just go back to it so I actually um, wrote something uh, about three months ago completely forgot about it completely forgot about it but I put yeah 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 yeah. and I put TikTok idea at the top and I just left it in the heading and then I just turned my phone forgot about it and the other day I was like I've got to do Mm -hmm. something and I don't know what to do and I thought you know what I'm just going to go back to my notes so I went back to my notes um and do you know that song, My uh, My Old Man's a Dustman? My old man's a dustman, he wears a dustman's hat. Yeah. Right. Yep, I'm doing a dance. Yeah. Yep. So um, I rewrote the song as a parody as I'm a manic depressive with voices in my head. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they can be quite intrusive. I've got dark humour. <laughs> yeah, they can be quite intrusive and I can't get out of bed. So... <laughs> Uh, then I put that and I was just like, oh, right, okay, so I'm going to do that. And that's that's my coping me- mechanism uh, for, for doing that. I mean, there's always going to be that part of you that's going to be like, if something doesn't work, you're a bit bummed because you're like, I spent a lot of time on that. I actually really enjoy it. But then if you really enjoy it, leave it up. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Um, mm. Because you've also got to train your audience. You've also got to train your audience mm. in what they're going to be expecting to see. Um, cause when people follow okay. you, they are trialing you out. You are on a trial with them. They are trialing Ooh, you to see, yes. yeah, yes. to see if they're going to like your future stuff or what's going to happen. So, um, and at the same time you're trialing them. So it's, it's, it's a two way relationship. Uh, but a series has always got to start off somewhere. A trend has always got to start off somewhere. So, uh, the first one may not have done so well, but how can you do it? Now, I've been watching um, some real big TikTokers and they've been talking about the same kind of thing. And what they've done is they might have uploaded the same video seven times. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so what, they've they've done the same video, deleted it and then done it again? Yeah, in a slightly different way okay. to see what was going to work. Ah. Um, yeah, because in, in reality, you probably only need about 24 hours to see if something's going to work for you or if it's not. And then as you start to grow, as the algorithm starts to understand you, um, as people start to watch you and and expect, and they're being trained to expect what to expect from you, um, 
they're getting used to you. So if it doesn't work first time, just go back and do it again. And then I think they were saying the first video only got something like 500 views. And then in the end, the last one had something like 14 million because they got it right. And Uh, they just took the same idea. Yeah. They did it again. They went back to the drawing board, said, well, how can we make this better? I know this is going to work. I really want to do it. So let's go with it. Mm. Mm. And there's that trial and error thing again. So yeah. there is room to play and there is room to grow on the app as well, which I absolutely love because, as you said, you can delete things. You can start over. But what I love about watching um, creators on TikTok, like you said, there's different styles. So there's some people that do the exact same joke. But they've just done it in a way that just works. There's a guy that I love. Um, I can't remember his name, but he uses the um, the door door explorer um, tune. Backpack is it? Door explorer. Backpack, yeah. Backpack. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the way he's worked it is, um, he's a character that steals things, so he's putting things in his backpack and just the same music every time. Sometimes you will get slightly different music from Dora and he does something different but I think that kind of works to kind of keep the audience interested you're kind of like um pulling them back in because I think with some people like I followed people that have done the same thing over and over again and I just got a bit bored because they didn't kind of experiment that kind of thing so there's definitely ways to just keep things interesting if you are doing the same thing over and over again or like you said it's a lot easier for you because you have got different elements of um, what you like in your series and it's not just sticking to one thing so I guess it's just um, it's I like the fact it's the fine tuning of it all and you can just take the time to find your creative voice on the app yeah i mean it's it's fun though it's fun you've got to have fun with it because people are going to vibe off your mood so me as an artist um it is my job to make you cry it is my job to make you feel love it is my job to make you laugh to make you smile all these different elements of emotion are what i'm trying to get to you from me to make that connection with you. So if you're having fun with something, your audience is going to be having fun as well. They're going to be having a really, really good time. You know, if you're finding something funny and you're laughing your face off, they're going to be sitting on the other side of the screen laughing their face off and all. So it's just part and parcel. You know, a smile is infectious. So um, just whatever you're doing, make sure it's something you're going to enjoy, something that's going to be really fun for you. Um And if you have quite a few different of those elements, you're going to find the same people. They'll find you and eventually it will build up. Mm -hmm. And I guess don't get um, don't get too stuck on numbers, because obviously you could be really, really lucky and do your very first video and get like 10 million views. Um, However, that's probably not realistic for a lot of us. Um, So I guess what do you do about numbers? What do you do about something that doesn't necessarily reach your expectations? And especially whilst having ADHD, because I know for me, um, if I've done something and I've got that bit of validation, then I'm getting that source of dopamine. I'm like, yeah, because I liked it. So you like it. So it must be great. But how do you stay motivated if you don't get that that validation not necessarily in a bad way but you don't it's not like enjoyed by your audience I go find it 
And what I mean by going to find it is there's some tricks that you can do when you've uploaded a video. Um, so this is going to be for people who have got some quite big balls, right? A bit ballsy or uh, or you're going to be a bit more experienced. So what I would usually do is once I've uploaded a video, I'll give it maybe half an hour and I'll jump on a live stream. I'll jump on a live stream Ooh. because then I am in two portals on this platform. Uh, I've just put out some new content, which TikTok's working on, the algorithm's working for me. And then I jump on a live, um, which it just kind of stereos your content while you're on it. And people will find you because uh, you've got your you've got your uh, your content streaming and then you've got your live streaming. So uh, there are if you imagine that there are two roads and then if you're on both of these at the same time, you are you are doubling your exposure. So that's a trick that I like to do. Works on TikTok, does not work on Instagram. OK, don't try it on Insta. Insta's just <laughs> dead. Don't bother. Um, <laughs> but it does work oh, on TikTok. Instagram. Yeah, I know, right? You yeah. really need to sort it out. But um, but yeah, I go and find it. Uh, there are times that sometimes it can take a bit longer. It can take a bit longer. Mm -hmm. But the more videos you're doing, you know, uh, then that they're going to climb up anyway because everybody starts to check out all of your content to see what you're about. So they go through different bits and then they find stuff that they like and then they find something that they really like and then they follow you. So it's like they're using your profile as a catalogue, yeah? Um, and you're using your series as highlighters of your catalogue. So that might just be, uh, you know, the appendix or whatever, you know? Um, and then they'll go through that and look for the certain bits and bobs that they want. But they're aware of what you're doing. Um, so if something feels like it's flopping, leave it. I've had some, I've had a video that's still growing. It's been on for a week. It's on 6,000 views, but it's getting a good reaction from people. Um, and that's enough for me. It's like, okay, cool. Well, that's working at that level. So let's work up to the next one. And that was actually a poem. Um, and I haven't done an awful lot of poetry spoken word on my TikTok, but right, I am in now in the process okay. of training my followers uh, that they are going to be getting this every once in a while, depending right. on how I'm feeling. Okay. So I've done comedy. They know I can do that. They, they've seen the singing. They've, they've heard the music. Uh, and now I'm introducing them to the poetic side of me. And then after that, there's going to come all the painting, which they're going to really enjoy. Oh, that's um, the next day. Yeah. So it's just like if you imagine it, you approach it like a relationship. So when you meet somebody, um, they might not see every single aspect of your personality at that point. It's a relationship that you're going to be growing into. Um, and that's the approach that I've taken. You can be very much in your face, this is who I'm going to be. Um, but as they say, slowly, slowly catch the monkey uh, and just let people warm to you in their own way at their own pace uh, so if it doesn't work leave it on there move up and how do you know it's not working your first video as you said doesn't mean that you're going to go on there and get millions of views it, it doesn't work like that you'd have to be very very lucky and you'd have to get something very much mm. on point and at the the time of the moment time of the moment is essence by the way always try and have your phone your camera ready because you never know when you're going to fall over 
<laughs> or, or something like that. Or someone's going to come and approach you and say something really, really random, um, which happens a lot with ADHD. So whenever I see somebody kind of approaching me, I kind of get my camera out because I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen here. So let's have, a, let's see, let's see. But um, but I mean, I was recording myself once while I was driving, which I don't. Uh, would I just just gonna it's a small disclosure don't do it guys um but I did I had my camera on while I was driving and I was I was singing a Backstreet Boys song (laughs) and I was driving down my street and all of a sudden this car came out of nowhere out of a side street hidden behind this van and nearly nearly kind of went and I slammed my brakes on and uh and I managed to catch this all. Um, and I waved at the guy, the dude. And then I just carried on driving and started singing straight away. Because that's what it's like with ADHD. You go, oh, this is happening. Look at that. Anyway, la, 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 la. And then you're, you're just back to where you were. And I managed, I managed to get that, you know, straight away um, onto camera. So it's always worth having a camera out where you can. But obviously be safe with it, guys. Do you know what I mean? Don't just think that you're going to have yeah. it out everywhere and in places where it's going to put you in danger. But yeah, if a video doesn't do well, leave it up, grow with it, or take it off, do it again in a slightly different way. Uh, you're training yourself as well as training them, and you're training the algorithm as well. So um, yeah, that's what I would say, is even if it flops, leave it yeah. on there, try again. You can always take it off a bit later. I've got content on there that I've done from uh, like last year that if you look at it, you just think, oh my God, this is well dated. Uh, what's going on here? It's a journey. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Some of it I'm embarrassed about, yeah. but I'm like, sod it. Everyone's got to understand I've had a journey as That's well. A- and it's like those yeah. people where you were saying like they that they've bought these cameras, these HD cameras, and you know, it's all very, very professional, but they didn't used to be. They came on a yeah. journey and they yeah. weren't, but they're at the stage that actually that works for them. So that's what they do. Lots of us TikTokers don't do that or we use it for certain times. And then I just go back to the everyday kind of reality TV kind of view, you know, candy camera stuff. So, yeah. And I do like seeing that um, that growth. Like when I, that's kind of how my brain works. If I'm on my feed on TikTok and a video comes up and I'm like, I'm enjoying this. This is good. I'm not one to click follow straight away. My next step is to go to their profile and see, because sometimes it could just be a one-off thing that they've done and they never do it again. I'm like, but I liked that and I don't like what you're doing, so I don't really want to follow. But with people that um, I've gone onto their profile, I like what I see. I love scrolling down all the way, as far down as possible to see where they've come. So if their videos that they started doing aren't necessarily, you know, what they're doing now I still like it because I like to see the growth and the journey it's quite inspiring as well yeah totally and I mean I've had some of my guys say to me you know I'm glad to see you growing it's nice to see you growing I can see you know different points they'll notice things and say it's nice to see where you've come from and and be with you on this journey and to watch your journey and to to be a part of it Mm. because then they are they're a part of it you know and you have your regular people yeah, who keep yeah. kind of popping up and, you know, some fans become friends. Um, I mean, I call all of mine besties because they are. If I've got 
a drama going on. Like, I don't know what to wear. I'm going to be going out and my ADHD is rife. And I'm like, I don't, do I want male <laughs> colors? Do I want to wear a dress? What am I going to, what am I going to do? And I'll just go on and go, right guys, what I is need you now. What am I going to wear? You know, and I go on the live yeah. and they're just like, this is cool. This is cool. This is cool. And we just work it out that way. So um, there's a lot of time that's invested, uh, but you need to understand that you do have a responsibility as well. Um, and mm. I think that there's quite a few TikTokers, live streamers that don't necessarily understand uh, that the people that you are dealing with are actually real people and they've got real feelings. Right. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they might reach out to you. Uh, because they don't have anybody to talk to so that you're going to have a responsibility to direct them in the right kind of place for something that's going to be good for them. Uh, I do get people that come on and they'll Mm -hmm. talk about their mental health and when they're not in a good place. And I do have to state that I'm not a counsellor. I'm not a counsellor. I'm not the right person to talk to, but I can definitely give you a telephone number to ring or a crisis line or something like that. So you do have to be very aware that even though you're dealing with the public and it's easier to get out to the public, it's easy for the public to talk to you as well. So it is definitely a two-way call. Mm-hmm. And that is really important. And also to have like boundaries because, you know, when you do build up followers and stuff like that, they're the people that come into your DMs and what have you. But I think some people have that kind of expectation that you are available because you are sharing things so they automatically think that they're a part of your world so you do have to put in boundaries but I love the fact that you did say there is this responsibility to direct them in the right place because yeah you're not a trained professional and you know um, you don't know who you're dealing with at the end of DM to be honest well that's it and there are a lot of people that uh, pretend to be other people and so on so you have to look after yourself Catfishes. yep yep you have to you have to uh look after yourself and um you do have a responsibility to your followers as well you know um and there there are children that this app is open to so not everything's going to be great for kids they're going to know all about it I mean some stuff I've shared that might be slightly to the line with some of my language do you know what I mean but <laughs> but you're not saying hey kids follow me you we know we come on like you know you're not a 12 year old on the app so no. why is a 12 year old following you yeah you know yeah that's it I mean I don't allow kids in my live streams so Oh, can you actually do settings with that then? Yeah, you can do it. So it's it's over 18s oh, really? only. So I, I don't allow kids to come mm. in my live streams um, just because I'm I'm going to be with adults. And at times we're going to talk about adult stuff. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I also need to, I can't control what other people are going to do. So it's better Absolutely. that I just don't allow them there. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. In terms of lives, um, so that um, it seems like the app rewards you the the for reaching more people. So I've heard that you know when you post something and it goes to a certain amount of people, um, it will then push it to more. But if it only goes to say like I don't know twenty, it won't push it any further. For example, I don't know the stats, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, but with lives, you don't have access to that straight away, do you? Is it a case of you have to have a thousand followers and then you get access to that? Yeah, so you have to have a thousand followers to be able to go uh, live streaming. Um, and 
to to be honest with you, it doesn't matter how many followers you've got. If you're not live on a regular, uh, you're not going to get many people in. It's as simple as that. Um, unless you've got millions and millions of followers, uh, then you're going to end up with more people in your live stream. But in saying that, yeah. it can go, it can vary. Because, I mean, I work on my live streams every day, but I also work on my content. So it's like, if you want to get to know the right. real me and see me like, you know, when I'm just not kind of on one doing my content, then you can come and watch me in and have a chat with me in my live stream. Uh, if you just like my content, fine, just watch my content. You've got two different channels there where you can mm -hmm. get to know me. Um, but I have seen people who have got millions and millions of followers and they end up with not a lot of people in the live stream. And that, that's just the way that it is. It, it depends on what people are doing. Um, yeah. Uh, or what you've got to offer as well. So if you've got something to offer to somebody, you'll, you'll have more people in the room. So if you're doing kind of, uh, whether it be spiritual readings, so doing pranks on other TikTokers or, you know, any kind of comedy or stuff like that. It's entertainment versus kind of advice and that kind of thing. Um, I would say with your lives, have a purpose of what you're going to do or how you're going to set up. If you just want to have a chat with people, that's fine. But just be aware that you are just going to be having a chat with a few people. Um Unless you're yeah. a celebrity already, that's the only way that's going to change for you. Um, mm -hmm. Other than that, then, you know, what's your goal going to be? What do you want to get out from it? What do you want to show people? Uh, what's your USP, I guess? Um, and how are you going to mm -hmm. use that? But in regards mm -hmm. to just going back to what you said about, well, I suppose you would go up a tier is what we were talking about to your yeah, reach. That was, yeah, 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 that was what I was, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, so um, you've got like the first tier where it'll go out to so many people and if they're, if so much percentage of that tier like it, then they put it out to the next tier. And then if so many people that percentage like it, then it goes out to the next tier. So I've got to be honest with you, I'm aware that that's kind of, I have been told that it works like that. Mm. Okay. Okay. But then my question is, what happens when you pay for promotion? Because oh, if you're paying yeah. for promotion, yeah, you're paying for it to go out further into a tier anyway. I don't generally pay for promo that much. I've got to be honest with you. It's a case of if it works, it works. But you have in the past. You I have, have in the past, um, but I've only done that really on Facebook. Experimenting? Yeah, experimenting. Oh, okay, but not yeah. on TikTok. On Facebook, I've done it. I've done it on Instagram. I find that that's they base it their reach on you paying the money. Um, yeah, unless you're a celebrity with a huge following, it's not going to happen. Uh, and then you've got um, well, in saying in saying that, there was a time with my videos on Instagram that did very, very well. And I, I was running around like uh, I was Johnny Depp doing the run of the Pirates of the Caribbean. And I ran all around <laughs> Richmond and Twickenham and Whitton, all in the local areas, running in front of uh, the rugby ground and stuff like that. And that had over a million views on Insta. So sometimes, wow. but that was a, that was a massive trend. It was a huge trial. Everybody was interested in it. And, you know, that went quite far. Yeah. But I yeah. have done promos before on TikTok, but I haven't found that they've done okay. that well. And then what I've also mm. found 
which is something else that I'm currently researching <laughs> myself. Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. is if your views drop after you use promo. Yeah, because this is what I'm wary about. So back in the day when Facebook was amazing um, and they did roll out, you know, you can boost your content. And I did have a play with it because back in the day um, when I was doing makeup, so it was more of a business thing. But then I found when you didn't pay, your views would drop and your reach would drop. So it's like you're kind of being penalized. But at the same time, it's like, they want to catch you in that net so you continuously pay for it. But then I don't know if I was just um, reading into like conspiracy theories in my mind or not. Yeah, I get that. So that's, that's what worries about um, that. Was, that's what worries me about boosting content. Yeah. So because I found that when I promoted something, my views then started to drop a mm. bit. And I was like, hang on a minute. Mm. What's going on? So I stopped posting. Mm. I left it a week. Oh, okay. I left it a week and I thought, right, I'm just, I'm not playing into these hands, these hands of greed, <laughs> TikTok, I'm not doing it. They're not going to get You are me. not getting me, mofo. Yeah. And um, so then I, I decided to just stop and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to let the al- algorithm restart itself. Um, mm. And that's what I did. And then they've started, they've, they're okay. creeping up again, but it does take a while. So promotion wise, I don't even bother with it yeah. anymore. If people yeah. like it, they're going to like it. Depends. it. Yeah. And it depends what you're doing. I mean, if you are a business and you've got something to sell, you know, you want to go down that route, then fair enough. But, you know, as a creative, I think it, it depends what you've got to say. And if you haven't got anything to say and you just want to get the, um, the reach, It just seems a bit disingenuous. I'm not saying obviously you're doing that, but I know, you know, some people only focus on those numbers and it's like, okay, but what do those numbers mean? What is the purpose of you being on the platform? What are you sharing? What are you hoping to get out of it? So, yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, All the experimental stuff. I love it. Yeah. I mean... Numbers numbers are important. There are people who will uh, delete videos that don't do so well. So then on your page, you've only got a collection mm-hmm. of videos that do very, very well. But there are things that I want to share about my personality and who I am. Uh, and I'm very much of love me, love every part of me. You know, love me, love my darkness, love my light, love my darkness. Um, and it may not be your preferred side of me. I get that, but it is a side of me. Um, And my TikTok Mm. is very much, as I said earlier, to be my authentic self, to be a place where I can be comfortable, I can be safe to be me and find some people um, that actually just uh, appreciate what I've got to give um, and enjoy it. And maybe I can inspire some people. Um, But it's, it's, it's just fun. It's fun. I just have a lot of laughs on it. I've yeah. got to be honest. I just have I just have a lot of laughs on it. And I'm a bit silly. I'm a, I'm just a big kid, really. <laughs> and I'm sure that makes it easier. If you're enjoying it, then you're going to want to do it. If you absolutely hate all this stuff, then there's zero point of getting invested. Absolutely none. Um, are there ways of generating income using TikTok? Because I know, um, I think Instagram are rolling that out or thinking about it for content creators so i was like did they steal that idea from tiktok yes they did yes Ah, they did 100 percent. 
So um, yes, you can generate uh, an income on TikTok. There's there's many ways of doing it. Uh, the obvious one is the TikTok shop, which is the same as like Instagram shop or shop or um, you know Facebook. Or whatever. Okay, so you actually you you would sell products through that shop. Yeah, you can sell it through there. Obviously, okay. a bit like Etsy or whatever, they're going to take uh, a percentage, and then you can sell your bits and bobs on there, and it makes it nice and easy for your followers to go and have a look at it. You can also. Um, mm when you get to a certain point with your following uh you can actually connect with brands and you can collaborate or they'll pay you um to do some videos for them so um i've done some with uh most wanted uh wine um an alcoholic mm-hmm. <laughs> company which are great fun Beverage. uh lovely yeah. love it <laughs> we've, <Noise>. mentioned, we've <laughs> mentioned <laughs> We've yes. mentioned them on the um, podcast before, so yeah, they're friends of ours. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's an earplugs company that I, I work with as well because I'm in a band and I've got uh, my noisy neighbour, uh, so that works quite well. Um, now there, there, there's a, there's other ones that that will come forward, food and so on and so forth, um, and they can mm-hmm. they can make you an offer um, uh, to pay you to to do a video or give you some stuff or or whatever or stuff like that. Um, so that's another way that you can work with it. So it's it's like brand commission, I guess. Um, right. Uh, the other way is is if you get a certain amount of views on your video, you will get paid on those views. But Ooh. I am going to say to you people oh. now, bearing in mind, bearing in mind, uh, one of my videos, just for example, it had two point one million views. Um, so you're obviously rolling in it then. Yeah. 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 Uh, no. So for that video, (laughs) for that video, I got 75 pounds. So you need every single one of your videos that you put out on the daily. Yeah. To be getting those views and then you get paid that. Uh, so you could be putting out two, three videos a day if your account's big enough. Um, but you'd need them all to be doing very, very well. Some videos I get six quid on. Others, I might get 35p. I mean, it's all very up in the air. Um, where you make yeah. a bit more money is going to be like your live streaming. Um, people can gift you on your videos as well. So they can send you a video gift if they really want to. And I guess it's a bit like a donation um, where or like they'll buy you a, a coffee or uh, like give, send you some flowers or something like that. Um, and that happens on your live stream as well. And you can also kind of battle people, um, and you do, you do earn from that as well. Uh, cause people will tap the screen or they can send you gifts and that's where it's like your army against their army or something like that. Um, and it's actually just oh, a bit wow. of fun. Yeah. It's actually just a bit of fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not really about kind of, uh, give me your money. There are people who are like that, and I think yeah. that is completely the wrong way to go about it. Um, but mm-hmm, if people, mm-hmm. I mean, for example, I am saving for my next single at the moment, and what people don't understand is that music is very, very expensive. The whole process, yes, um, the whole recording studios, the musicians, the videos, um, then you've got the marketing, playlists, there's, there's lots of things that come into it. So I just asked people, uh, it, you know, if they could they could donate into helping me save up for my next single. Um, and if they want to, they do. If they don't, they don't. 
I understand that everybody um, has got their own lives. We're, we're in a very tight spot at the moment with the cost of living um, and it's up to people. It doesn't mean I'm going to ignore anybody. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have fun yeah. when we're on a live stream because we're going to have fun because I enjoy it and I like them being there, you know. Um, but that's another way that you can uh, potentially, um, you know, there are. I do know that there are some that earn something like £20,000 a week. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm. It's possible to make a living out of it, but, you, you know, it's going to take growth. It's going to take um, some time to get there. Uh, and it's going to take trial and error. It's not something that you can just say today, I am going to give up my job and I am going to be a TikToker. It doesn't quite work like that. It takes time uh, to try yeah. and get into these things. So you just got to find out what works for you. And I guess it takes time and effort um, in real life to create the content and to think of these ideas. So it's not really something that you can just be like, well, yeah, I'll just do a 10 second video and then it's going to go viral. I'm going to make um, £20,000 a day. You never know when something's going to go viral. There must be some element of effort, right? Yeah. I mean, you, ne- oh, yeah, true. you never true, know. True, true. You never know. <laughs> you can't just say this is going to go viral. This is going to do really well. Because some stuff I've spent hours on yeah. and I'm like, yeah, this is going to work. This is going to do it. And then it's flopped right in my face and something I've done that's taken me 10 seconds, it's 15 seconds long, whatever, I've popped it on and then it's just, it's literally just gone all the way out there all around the world. So you you can never know, but yeah. if you don't try, then you're not, you're never going to find out. Yeah. Well, I love the fact that you've actually, um, you've got your community on this amazing app and it's obviously working for you and it's, it's, they're helping you on your journey and to grow and to produce the music that you want to produce. So that is amazing. So it sounds like the, this platform is the best platform for you in terms of building meaningful connections. A hundred, a hundred percent. I mean, meaningful connections, definitely. Uh, I have, I've met my people. Um, it's, it's a much more kind of creative kind of platform and comedic platform. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, and it's where, again, I'm going to say the difference between Instagram and TikTok is, is that you can play music on TikTok. I can play music. I can sing. I am in the, in the evenings, I'm either going to be singing and doing like a mini gig online, or I might be doing Radio Lucy, you know? Um, (laughs) and, uh, and I can play stuff on there and I can talk to people and people can request they're putting in comments and I'm talking to them as a, as we're going along, you know, just like a radio station and, uh, on Instagram, you can't do that. They don't allow you to do that. They'll close your live down. They don't allow you to play any music, um, at all. And it stops people from being creative. Mm -hmm. So, um, you tend to meet people, uh, that you have all the same interests I've all come over to this one spot. So uh, meaningful connections, yeah, quite a lot of them. Um, there, I've met some people who are really, really supportive of, of my projects, um, of my single, which is my baby. And, um, and you know, things are moving forward. And the, I couldn't have got to, to the stage that I'm at now without them. And I'm very, very thankful. And I love every single one of them. Um, and they know very well that as in where at times I'll go on having a meltdown about what I'm going to be wearing this evening, you know, um, and they'll help me out with that. 
they know that if they come onto a live stream and they might ask me for some advice and I'll sit there and I'll, and I'll tell them exactly, you know, my advice on, on whatever it might be. So it's, it's a two way street. Mm. Um, and some people have become friends and it's, it's, it's a nice place to be in. It's, it's safer. Uh, I feel that it's safer. It's a safe place for me to be able to be me, um, and to, and to be accepted. Oh, that's brilliant. I love it. I can't wait to do some more research and get on there and actually just um, create content, create it, create it. But I do love watching. I think for me, I love watching and seeing what content is out there and just making me laugh or learning or growing alongside so many people. Like I, I dip in and dip out now and again. And it's like, you know, you said it kind of blew up over lockdown. And I see people that I've watched and they started their accounts and they had like a hundred people and I go on there now this is like yep we got two million followers and stuff like that and also I was watching um I don't know if you're a fan of drag race um but I used to well I still do I followed um the twins that were recently on the last episode sorry the last series of drag race and I was a bit late because I just got wow and streamed it I was I begrudgingly got it but I did want to watch drag race but anyway I saw them on Drag Race and I was like, oh, it's like my little babies, my little TikTok babies, my friends are grown up and now they're on a show. And it's just like, I love seeing the growth and where people um, go and go on their journey and end up. And it's just, it gives loads of people opportunities. That's the thing. And I love it. I love the fact that they're also paying creators as well. Um, so what products are you most excited about working on in the future, whether that's TikTok or your music? I know you broached upon the, the fact that you're going to be yeah. doing some art. I can't wait for that. But yeah, what are you most excited about? My next single. I'm on? so excited about it. Um, yeah, it's going to be called uh, I Cried For You. Um, and it's Ooh. it's going to be a, an, I know it's, it's going to sound very different, but it's, um, it's going to be very upbeat. It's going to be, if I had to try to explain the sound that I want it to have, because it is in production and creation at the moment, okay. and it would be a mixture okay. between Paloma Faith, Green Day, Ooh. and the Fratellis. Oh. Mm. Okay. So it's going to have that kind of upbeat kind of change in it. Um yeah, and it's uh, I can't wait to get that finished and get the the music video done, and then hopefully, I, I would like to be in some festivals with it. But we we'll, we will see, we uh, will see. That would be amazing. Okay. Um, but that's what I'm most excited oh, about at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm obviously I'm working constantly on on growing my socials, um, getting my TikTok up. Um, uh, my next, the next stage of my TikTok is going to be, uh, well, I want to get to a hundred K, um, which I'm not too far off from, from getting there to be completely honest, but there's a couple of milestones along the way. Um, but you're never a finished product. You're always going to be evolving yourself. They say that every seven years, somebody can completely change. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that um, here on Women Who Rebrand, we champion those changes and those life stages and growth. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, I used to have long blonde hair, and oh. now I've got half a head of hair, and it's pink. So, 
I can't imagine you have long blonde hair. I really can't. I know it's a completely different person. I can't imagine you like, yeah, the pink just seems to be your natural hair color. To be I know. fair, I know it's random, isn't it? It's random, but honestly, um, honestly. But yeah, so my next single, oh, so that's you. that's going to be a thing for growing my platforms, um, and then wherever it takes me, I would like to see myself eventually on um, as a as a radio presenter or something like that. But that's something that just may come in the end. I don't know because very quickly, the other thing that's very good about TikTok because of the reach, there is always people watching mm-hmm. you, and you don't know who's watching you, um, and that they do pick up talent from TikTok as well. So if there's things that you want to do or you've got yeah, a voice seen... that needs to be heard, go on TikTok and tell your story and what it is. Someone's going to listen. Absolutely. Absolutely. As I said, these two twins ended up on Drag Race. Like, come on. Everyone's watching. Everyone's watching. Thank you so much, Lucy. Um, this has just been such an informative um, episode. Because there are people, like I said, my age group, we're like, oh, it's for kids or whatever. And I'm always like, come on, TikTok is really fun. I love watching it. It's hilarious. And I am one of those ones that, you know, you get the um, the warning, oh, that video. You've been watching this for quite a long time. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm going to continue. <laughs> you get the fun. same... Um, um, you get the same warning when you're on a live. It'll say, well done, you've gone live for 190 minutes. And oh. I'm like, yep, I know. Go away. I'm still going. <laughs> yeah, I'm not done yet. Um, but um, where can our audience find you online? Obviously, what's your TikTok handle and um, all of that malarkey that you okay. do jazz? So uh, you'll be able to find me everywhere as uh lucy p at lu dot ci underscore p is my handle um yeah and you will literally find me everywhere uh if you want to have a look for my music on um apple or spotify then it's just going to be lu dot capital ci um and the same goes for deezer and so on but yeah at lu dot ci underscore p you'll find me everywhere once you've found me you're never leaving <laughs> forever 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 ever i will obviously put all of that information on wwr magazine um i'll put all the links and everything to go with the write-up of this episode thank you so much lucy i have learned a lot a lot. I hope everyone was had a notebook there and was taking notes, honestly. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on. It was uh, fun. It was cool. We should do welcome. it again. Yes, we should. I'd love to work with you again and um, possibly um, do some lives when I've got my TikTok underway. Yeah. Definitely. I'll going. show you the ropes. That'd be fun. No problem. Yeah, Yay. I'm all for that. <laughs> all right then, Lucy. Take care. See you later. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Women Who Rebrand. Be sure to subscribe and leave a rating to keep up with upcoming episodes. Join our online community on Instagram and TikTok at WWR Digital. And stay tuned for our next episode featuring another fantastic guest ready to discuss the most insightful topics. Thanks for listening.